Hey guys, welcome to the Take Points Africa podcast. My name is Muiwa. My name is Oluwani Femi. And I'm Emmanuel. How are you guys doing? Well, <laughs> okay, everything is back to normal. Is it? As far no. as I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. As far as I'm concerned. No, I mean, the coffee has been, has been uh, lifted. And but, uh, so it's 10 a.m. to 4, 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. now. Uh, so yeah. Lagos, Lagos markets don't close until around that time. So everything is back to bubbling, even when it's dark. So yeah, but people, people can't hang out in clubs or bars till midnight. So mm, no, no, no. They're doing that inside streets. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, that's the, the situation in Lagos now. I mean, the lockdown is like, practically, <laughs> it's over. practically over. Yes. And uh, but the numbers are not reducing. Oh, are uh, we I still stopped that? tracking the numbers. <laughs> like, I, I don't follow, but the last time I checked, it was over 9,000. It, it, it has crossed 10,000. 10, 10, yeah. Yes, as at the weekend. So numbers are not reducing. Lockdown is being eased off. And that's why Who Lagos. Who are we to talk about every year? Because we miss <laughs> we miss recording with good sound quality. Yes. Of yes. course, we're playing. We're being safe. Uh, yeah, we're using our max. Marks and all of that. Yes. Yeah, so. Well. <laughs> and yeah, Lagos well. State is still skeptical about opening our churches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so there's a national the. Nigerian government has said religious houses can open. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Lagos is still saying no. Being the epicenter. So anyway, in the midst of all this, we have good news. Mm. Oh. Uh, so if you've been following us on social media or you read the website every day, mm-hmm. <laughs> you must have seen the a couple of partnerships that we launched over this week and last week. Yeah. So uh, this period is not bad at all for us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so the, the, the one for this week, of course, we announced the partnership with Venture Bone. Mm. Yes. Venture Bone is it a is South, African. Um, South African tech media, um, a publication, tech publication. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been around for longer than TechPoint, actually. Uh, mm. Launched in 2012. 12, yeah. 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 So, like, three years older than TechPoint. So, I mean, it, in a period like this, the partnerships are just the best. Yes. You know, the best. And who else to... And, who else to partner in Southern Africa than VentureBone? Mm-hmm. So they have a very good coverage of Southern Africa. We have a good um, coverage of West Africa. Mm-hmm. So we're partnering with, with con- on content, events, and data. Data intelligence, yeah. Yes. So if, if you visited TechPoint today, for example, or yesterday, you must have seen uh, some VentureBone uh, articles. articles. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if you went on VentureBone too, you would have seen some TechPoint yeah. so articles. It's, it's really exciting. Yes, it's really, it is. It is. <laughs> And uh, the other one, maybe I should give you guys the honor of talking about, yeah, last week, for those people who were not. Yeah. The announcement was after our podcast release, so maybe that's yes. why you missed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's uh, Yata. I saw Yata. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yata. Yata, okay. So He's not a fan. He's a fan, okay. Yeah, so um, we had a partnership with uh, Sunrise Magazine. So they have their parent company, was their... Q-Ink. Q-Ink, yeah. In yeah. Japan. So... Uh, so Sunrise magazines in Japan, and from last week Friday, you start seeing some tech point articles in Japanese language. <laughs> like, yep. we go like Lover. I, I, I started researching <laughs> Japanese language. <actually. laughs> yeah. that, that's nice. So it's, we, are, we are going beyond um, the African market, and yeah. it's not as if we are shifting the focus from Africans yeah. because. Um, um, Foreign investors are also very much interested in, in African, African markets, yeah. and yeah. startups and exactly. founders because they see a lot of potentials and yeah. innovation, room for innovation in mm. this continent. So, yeah, so it's a very timely partnership mm-hmm. because 
yes, it's, it's, it's to give us as Africans an exposure and and the leverage. And the leverage we also give to startup people to know when there are funds available, so when there are accelerator programs, when incubator programs yeah, exactly. available. I mean, yes. that point you made is very is very uh, crucial. Like, um, I mean, w- when we released our Nigerian startup funding report for Q1 2020, yes, yeah. 99, 99 point something percent of the investors for yes. Nigerian startups came from foreign investors. Yes, yes. So I mean, these foreign investors want to understand the markets, mm-hmm. and so yes. Yeah, exactly. Than tech points. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And speaking about you know foreign investors and funding, I just thought maybe we should push this up now. Uh, there are a lot of opportunities for startups. So not just in Japan now. So Korea. Yeah. As um, in. <laughs> this, the government of South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they have this the K startup grand challenge. Yeah. Open to African startups. Yeah. It is really I we we might not know how much how much um, strength we have towards innovation in Africa mm-hmm. until foreign investors are start looking into it. Yeah. And this is what this, this, um, this challenge is about. We, in a way, it's opening the eyes of, of, of African founders to their importance Mm-hmm. In the, in innovation in the world. In the world, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, so we applications take, advan- are open. take advantage of this. Applications are open to mm-hmm. African startups. Mm-hmm. Uh, applications are at in June twenty five. June twenty five. And there are a lot of opportunities there. I mean, so the idea is it's open to startups who are looking to, uh, I think, move to Korea, right? To explore opportunities in Korea, Korea. Mm-hmm. in South Korea, South mm-hmm. Korea. So if you if you if you run a startup and you are open to the idea of entering the Korean market. And exploring other international markets. So Korea has this advantage because they are like a peninsula country. So mm-hmm. they are they are a small peninsula, peninsula country in Asia. So they are surrounded mostly by water. Mm. Mm. Then just just bordered by I think I believe I believe it's Japan. So they have no choice than to you know really yeah, be very right. open to international opportunities. Mm. Mm. So that's that's one of the pecs that they're they they are, they are pushing yes. on. And they are looking and they are op- the openings are for innovations in artificial intelligence in cloud computing mm-hmm. in robotics in vr ar and other augmented realities smart city health a lot of things around iot mostly around iot yes it's open to e-commerce and logistics oh cool so to many many yeah. as many sectors as you can play yeah so you can, can apply. apply we'll put a link in the episode notes or the description wherever you're listening from so you can go ahead and apply Mm-hmm. And of course, um, a US-based fund is also looking yeah, active to, capital, uh, 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 active capital, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. active, active capital, yeah. So they're looking to invest about ten thousand dollars per startup in five startups. Five uh, startups. Yeah, and it's open to startups in Nigeria, Ghana, Kenya, South Africa, Egypt, and Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. So you must have an MVP early stage. So it's early stage. They're looking yeah. for early stage, but you must have an MVP. You must be generating revenue. But you need funds. You must be ready to scale, and have at least two founders. We'll put the link also. Yes, and the dead, deadline for that is close, so it's on the tenth of May. Tenth of, of June, of rather. June, yeah. Of June. So it's so, very close. So you have, yes, to apply you have to apply very quickly. Soon. Yes. Mm. Yeah, very very soon. Okay, so let's let's move to the stories of today. Hmm. Uh, data wars in Nigeria. Hmm. That. <laughs> the glow seems to be winning. Yeah. 
Lubaku. Yeah. That's For the first time in a long way, right? Yeah, in a long time. I think <laughs> since September, August last year. Hmm. At the time, it was looking like a two-horse race between Airtel and MTN. So they were the ones doing buzzbuzz, buzzbuzz. But <laughs> I think it was November or December last year, Glow lost millions of subscribers. Mm-hmm. But I think I remember yeah, that. Yeah, then they recovered them in December. Then from January, they started kicking on and they gained 4.9 million subscribers. Those in, the, in, the, in Q1 of In Q1 2020. 4.9 million. 4.9. And, and they're saying this is tied to data. Um, data was so... Yes. Subscriptions. Yeah, internet subscriptions. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Grandmaster yeah. of data. The grandmaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> oh, what was what people used to call them? They, they, there, was, there was a link they... They're calling mm. people are calling them making fun of blue. Okay, slow with pride. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> slow with pride. Oh, so yeah. I didn't have fast. I don't understand. <laughs> no. Maybe maybe this um, lockdown period helped them in a way. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Q1, I think lockdown started March 30th. So okay. yeah, so the really results for Q1 yeah. was not really so obviously whatever they will feel will start coming towards the end of March. Mm. Then so they will see Q2, Q2 Q2's report. report. We know okay what happened really uh, what, what really, really happened, happened during the lockdown. So MTN, for example, gained about three point one million subscribers in the same Not period. Bad for, yeah, and they are still leading. Yeah, in general, terms of general, yeah, yes. Then Etel about two. What? Sorry, let me check that. Yes. Okay, one point four five million internet subscribers mm. in Q1 2019. Okay, so was that the idea behind you saying Glow One for Q1? Yes. Because MTN is still leading the oh, yeah. Yes. But for Q1 2020. Yes. yes. Glow won that mm. round. Yes. That round. Mm. So we, can we call it maybe the wars, the data wars as a whole is a war. Mm-hmm. But this was a battle. A battle. Mm. But okay. Okay. I need clarification. <laughs> battles make up, battles <laughs> make up So battles oh. are part of the war. You can oh, okay. win a battle but not win the war. Yeah. Okay. So you could have so they won battles. the Q1 battle, but they, they are not necessarily winning the war. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah. what time frame do you give for the war? Should we say no? Yeah. The war, some wars don't end. This a war like this one doesn't end. Oh my mm, god! Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a continuous. But ah, there are wars that have gone on for hundreds of years. Wow. Yeah, true. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, but of course, these numbers it might seem impressive on the surface, but it does not really paint the full picture because when you look at MTN's report, Airtel's report, mm. you see that uh, okay, MTN has just twenty six million active subscribers, and they have a total about of fifty eight or fifty seven million subscribers in total, mm-hmm. according to the NCC. But mm. those who are active, those who are subscribing at least five MB in the last nine months, they have five MB. Yes, five MB mm. in the last nine months. They are up to thirty million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then for Airtel, Airtel has just 16 million active subscribers. But NCC says they have about 38 million subscribers or subscriptions. So what is really happening? We don't really know. The full picture there is, okay, they have so-so and so number of subscriptions. These mm-hmm. people have actually, okay, bought card in their phone or loaded airtime. Mm-hmm. And they give them bonus data. I don't know what's... Mm. Yeah, some, people, some of those people that those five, they call it accidental data. Yeah, incidental, yeah. Incidental, yeah. So incidental it's possible they just got bonus F5MB. It doesn't mean they use oh, it. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, okay, now you're counting my, okay, I have 20 NCMs. Mm-hmm. One for my data, one for calls. So mm. when I recharge on that one, I get like 10 MB free mm. for how many days? Yeah. Oh, so I, I'm being counted as a subscriber on that. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Technically, that's I guess so. what's happening. <laughs> Isn't it not interesting that we all use, so I use MTN and Glow. Yeah. I use MTN when I'm home, mm-hmm. uh, and then I use Glow when I'm on the move. Hmm. Okay. Then I have Nine Mobile, but I've not used that in a while. 
Yeah, then, okay. I think Glow is the only network I've not used in 2020. Glow has been, well, this is not paid, but I mean, I put it from Glow in 2000, was it 16 or 15? Because I was having many issues with data just like, a rapture. Okay. No, not even the data finish. Like you're online and okay. then it just goes it just disappeared. Oh, mid. You can't na- you, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you just go so and I just had to put back. but then I got I actually got so full disclosure, I got a free my fire from Glow. Like, okay. like oh, they said they're thinking uh faithful customers. Uh, not customers, in tech influencers or whatever. So oh, they gave okay. me and I don't know whether the particular thing I got this was last year mm-hmm. it's been good for me it's been it's been about a year and it actually works yeah yeah wow. i think i was surprised and i felt okay maybe it's because of where i am it's still dependent on the location yeah the location it matters but okay i've been using mtn and airtel and it frustrates me very very right especially since the lockdown before the lockdown it was nice but since the lockdown i don't know whether it's due to conjunction or whatever Airtel and MTN. I keep switching between both networks. Sometimes they work. But my friend came to visit me and I used his Glow MiFi mm. for just one night. And my browsing was uninterrupted throughout. Yeah, yeah. That's, so uh, that's been I, my experience. I, think I guess maybe they're improving it. Yeah, they're improving it. Yeah, let, let's leave Glow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nymoba. There's yeah. some news about Nymoba. Yeah. We yeah. didn't mention Nymoba in this data was. Okay. So no, they're just, they they, they, they've been losing subscribers <laughs> you know, they're continuously. Ex- they're, there's a perception that they're expensive. Oh. Data, yeah. Not really. They have the same data plans with the yes, rest. Perception. That's why I say it's a perception. Yeah, mm. yeah, most likely. Anyway, but there's some news from them. Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah, they just appointed their first substantive CEO. So they've been CEO less all this way. Uh, they had an acting CEO. Okay, don't uh, don't forget. Nine Mumbai was formerly at Slat Nigeria, yeah, and yeah. due to some, uh, they had a debt of about one point two billion. They were owing Nigerian banks. Nigerian banks. So Nigerian banks, yeah. Yeah, they were about to take them over. NCC, CBN intervened. This was two thousand and seventeen. Yeah, yeah, seventeen. Yeah. Then I think in twenty eighteen November. Okay, the first of all, uh, they elected an interim board. Of directors during that takeover process mm-hmm. and uh, in november 2018 teleology holdings took over the company that was the company that was supposed to buy Naimuba. there yes. were some issues i think small and teleology were both bidding yeah they were both bidding and, and teleology won the bid mm-hmm. yeah so they installed a new board of directors and they put someone um stephane with a lay, please. The name is a bit confusing. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, pardon, as the yeah, actors, yeah. Okay. And since then, since 2018, I think they've been in transition. So now they have they appointed yeah, fully, fully. a full CEO. His name is Alan Salfe. He has. He was not in Nigeria. He's not in Nigeria, oh. and he has a wealth of. He has been CEOs of other telecom companies in Asia. Mm. And I uh, think he has also worked in Europe and some other African countries. So it's been nice. It's nice. So, so why, why I, the... I was thinking like, is it, I think the um, name, it's salad used to be something because before it became it's salad. No, no, it came as it's salad. It came as it's salad. Yeah. You know, there's the global, it's salad is a Middle East, based in the it, Middle East, yeah. the oh. parent company. Oh. So they came in as it's salad. That was, I remember that was 2008. Yes. When they launched its OA to Niger. Uh, Banky W O A two. Like you can choose your number. Yeah, so I chose yes, my number then, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then there was like they they came with a uh, free free airtime for life 
thing. But they didn't tell the, all the terms and conditions. But, so, uh, like, after a few months, you just go a message like, oh, there's this new package, this new plan. change uh, plan. It's a lot flexy or something. <laughs> Once you change, like, you just yeah, lose your free. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used to have, like, 300 seconds, 300 naira every month or something. Wow. And then I traveled and I didn't use the same for a while and they took over the number. It was so painful. Because wow. number was my birthday. Wow. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. I lost it. <laughs> well, yeah. But why, so, my question is, why is it... So it seems the only the only telco that the only telcos that seem to have a Nigerian CEO, the, uh, a local CEO, are Glow and Airtel, because mm. MTN CEO is white, mm. uh, Robert Shota, or I don't know how to pronounce his name. Then this Nine Mobile CEO now. Yeah. Then Airtel CEO, I know is in Nigerian. Uh, it's Airtel Nigeria. Yeah, Airtel Nigeria. Is Shegun Olusoya or something? Airtel Nigeria. See you. Let me check that quickly. Okay. Yeah. Shegun Soya. Shegun Soya. Shegun Soya. Yes. Shegun Soya. So why? Anyway, I don't know. Not that I'm being racist or anything. But <laughs> I don't know why MTN and Naibuba choose to have foreign CEOs. Mm. Anyway, good luck to. Maybe because. They are not Nigerian companies, are they? Okay, so Nine Mobile is technically supposed to be a Nigerian company. Oh, no, company. Nine Mobile is now a Nigerian company. Yes. So, I mean, okay. the parent company before, when it was at Salat, was, well, it's, you know, the parent company was Midway. Years, so, they were, even the, so when the issues came with Nine Mobile mm. and uh, Salat owning Nigerian banks, mm-hmm. the Midway East, the parent company pulled out. They pulled out, they left them to their... Wow. They left their stake. So, they survived on their own. So, then the Nigerian banks took over, I think. Or well, did they take over? Yeah. NCC, NCC stopped, stopped it. There yeah. was... Mm-hmm. So it's now a Nigerian company, true oh. and true. Um, even when, even if you say MTN, MTN Nigeria is technically yes, the parent body is South African, mm-hmm. but MTN Nigeria is registered as MTN Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. They are all this is Nigerian, Nigerian stock exchange. Yes, I like one of the okay, best. Bring it to mind uh, our, football, our football teams, foreign coach. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, it's still the same thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so like, I can't. Wait. I, for Nifemi, yes. I know Nifemi is saying for for her the lockdown is over. It's over. It's <laughs> over. I can't wait till all of this is over. Like really, really Everything. over. Everything. Really, really, really over. But you know, talking about lockdown and all that just reminds me of you know, especially when there was still a full lockdown. How moving around and mm. the challenge with logistics and, and how even before the Okada ban, many of them had to move to logistics. Mm. But there's something going on now with another regulation. You know, yeah. I, I remember some episodes back. Yeah. After, during the Okada ban, yeah. that was in January. Yes, we, we, and we, when we noticed that a lot of like Gokada yeah, were pivoting to uh, logistics, and yeah. we were like, mm-hmm. okay, we know that when the government. <laughs> Regulations <laughs> regulated that 
only 200 cc bikes can go on highways. They did not imagine that they will be riding in companies. Yes, they didn't say Now that they've banned the riding in companies and they moved to They didn't imagine that there will be an influx. Now they want to regulate. Wow. You want to tell us about that? Okay, so it all started, I think it all started during the lockdown. There was some kind of miscommunication between what the government said and what the law enforcement officers were doing. No, so normally all the go cadas, the OPs, the O rides, sorry, the O rides <laughs> and Maxes, they were they all perverted to deliveries. Mm-hmm. So even with the lockdown, I think several of them were moving up and down. Yeah. Like I talked with Pick Me Up, they said okay, they had increased orders for food. People were ordering for food online. Uh, GIGL, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Lots of patients were using the GIG Go app. Which so GIG Go has this partner model like Uber and Boat. So independent bike riders can be taking orders from the GIG platform. Mm-hmm. So there was increased, uh, but despite the fact that these guys are logistics services and they are supposed to be essential services during the lockdown, mm-hmm. they were still being harassed by law enforcement officers. Uh, wow. So, so Jumia, one happened to Jumia. <laughs> yeah, Jumia's warehouse was, was, was shut down. Was shut down. Then. Um, but it was reopened. It was reopened. Yeah. Then Cobra 360, the truck drivers were scared to move because mm-hmm. of law enforcement. Uh, because oh, they said there is lockdown, we cannot move. Whereas they are moving food. <laughs> so then GIG, the same thing. They had to take a special permit from the chief inspector of police. Mm-hmm. All this, and they said when they meet army officers, they don't care about that. It's particular. Oh because it comes from the police. Because it comes okay. from the police. But the question is... Which was for essential services. Essential services. So the question is, should they even need to take a permit in the first place? Mm-hmm. Because the government has already stated that, oh, these guys are essential yes, services yes. and they were yeah. permitted to move during the lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now with this new regu- the new regulation, according to uh, some sources, some insider sources, they want every bike to obtain a vehicle permit. It called, it's called a unified mid-year vehicle permit. A bike. Not per bike. Okay. Okay. So you know, five mid years. So take note of the word mid year. It's renewable every six months, and it's just five thousand naira. So it's okay. fine. Oh, just five thousand. Just five thousand naira. It's fine. But the requirement is you must be a registered Korea company. Okay. And how much does that cost? To become a registered Korea company, apart from all the other hula baloo stress, it costs two million naira. Oh wow! So let's break this down. You first have to have two million naira. Yes. <laughs> yes, you now be to, to be registered. Yeah. Then you now pay five thousand per every bike. Yes, every plus. So if you have one thousand bikes, that's okay. five million. So it's oh seven million. Yes. You've not even started business. You've not started business. Like seriously. Wow, that's. I don't know. I don't know where all these regulations come from. Like it's just without involving stakeholders. Like when you, this 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 kind of regulations come when you don't when you don't involve stakeholders. That's what yeah. I feel like. It's just I don't know. But. There is not. I don't know if 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 you had brought like the case that happened. Which country was that? That uh, you want to change Uganda. 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 Yeah. I want to change all border borders to right dealing. Mm. To write them, want them to. I know they, they say they must register under under right the commercial yes. Yes. Must register uh, under right dealing. Right dealing. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now that they were like they didn't involve the stakeholders, mm. which mm. are the like bike. Like Akumaran of Lagos, the bike uh, yeah. association, bike so riders. When when issues like this want to come up, government really call on stakeholders because they know that they want to look at it from every angle, and it might drag, and it might not even happen. 
Mm. But they do but that. But they uh, just push it, make it happen, then receive reactions. Yeah, but then most of the time you find out that it's not effective. Like it's that Uganda, Uganda one now. I've seen. I don't know if I saw stories about the, how it would be a challenge mm. because many of these guys they're not necessarily. Uh, um, yeah, they're not or they're not mobile technology savvy. Mm-hmm. And then you're, there's also pressure on the ride-hailing companies that you're, you're dumping this... This one, this, train them, get them having to, to train fit. them. But they, they didn't plan for that. These people are running business. They have their own network of bikes. Mm-hmm. And then you're dumping more the, bikes on them, on them than they need. So, I, I don't know, with governments and regulations, they hardly mm. carry, like, carry along the stakeholders. Just It just happens and everybody deal with it. So, that is kind of what I'm seeing here now. Yeah, so because there were a lot of laments when this um, licensing mm. issue came to light. Mm-hmm. We didn't know it. Customers didn't know it. Users didn't know it. Mm. But they were... They were going on on um, there, but it's these new people that are just joining, new startups that that saw that logistics was like a, an essential business. It's something we can jump on now. Mm-hmm. That saw how it is, and they were like, "Whoa, whoa!" So is this how it is? That that was when this licensing thing just came to up. light. And so the thing with logistics reacting. in Nigeria is there's no specific body that regulates logistics oh. services. Okay, it's mm-hmm. under the Ministry of Transport loosely, but. Yes, yeah, I'm just saying loosely because so it's, it's a case of regulation not catching up with innovation. Yes, yes. regulation playing catch up with innovation. innovation. Yes, so we, it's it's totally unclear. There's Nipos, which is supposed to be a logistics, logistics company of its own on its own <laughs> in its own right. Sorry. Okay. So, but it's government backed. So the body that is trying to bring this license is CRD. It's also a part of Nipost. Mm. Then. Okay, so it's for Korea Services Company, DHL, a Korea Services Company. Mm-hmm. But for the likes of, say, Corbo 360, that just connects the truck drivers with the manufacturers, mm-hmm. where do you place them? Then mm-hmm. for the likes of GIGL, that does the connection of drivers and the manufacturers and also have their own vehicles mm-hmm. to deliver. Do last do where do you now place people like that? So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just. And the likes of Pick Me Up that connect. Oh. Delivery customers to customers. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> you are selling cake. I want to buy cake. Just exactly. So they are different, so, like sub sub yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So where do you begin to place everything? It's just it's really really unclear. Like uh, Tayo Oyingule was saying, the the VP Global Operations of Cooperative City. There's no one size fits all model for the logistics space in Nigeria, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but. The only thing they can do now is to keep having discussions with the regulators. That's because yeah, to keep engaging. Yeah, them. that's Pro- that's probably the only thing. Um, maybe the the upcoming is it up and coming or upcoming? Up and logistics companies can just maybe license the two million naira under big logistic companies, and they can sort out the the mid-year five thousand naira per mm. bike. Yes. Thing. Maybe that would work. Well, well, maybe. Anyway, um, I I just hope the I ho- I just hope regulation will not continue to play mm. uh, catch up with innovation. <laughs> I mean, it's not, not a, it's not just in Nigeria. Yeah. It's, all <laughs> the, it's all over the, yes, the world. Yes. It's all over the world. And speaking about you know regulation and traditional things and innovation, um, news broke. I mean, this has been on since last year, I believe, actually. Mm-hmm. But the, he officially launched. This week, mm-hmm. um, oh. Spaco. So, um, Uzoma Dozier, former CEO of, of, of Diamond Bank, Bank. Of Diamond Bank, 
you know, of course, after Diamond Bank was sold to Access Bank. So Diamond Bank, for our non-Nigerian listener, listeners, is a, one of the commercial, commercial banks. banks in Nigeria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in November last year, um, it's, it, it had international reach, but mm. then sold off all its international assets mm. and okay. then said it was focusing on national. national. And then maybe a few months after, or I don't think it was up to a month after, mm. it came, news came out that it was acquired, acquired. or merged with, with Access, Access Bank. Bank. So Access Bank took over, and of course, uh, Mr. Uzoma Dozio became jobless. <laughs> <laughs> but then he went on to what start is? a digital. They are calling it a digital platform, but it's a digital bank. So mm. yes. X Bank CEO mm. sells his bank, yeah. and then goes on to start a digital, a digital bank. bank. Mm. What's happening? It's smart. <laughs> you say it's smart. <laughs> it's smart. Is it not a digital? Yeah, yeah. I just feel it's catching up with the trend you know, of traditional. Yeah, because companies. what he's doing is not necessarily new. Yeah, new. There are fintech startups doing all of that already. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to combine many things: mm. uh, finances, analytics, savings, everything. Uh, savings. Yeah. So Save. Piggy does savings. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's the name of this app that does analytics for you? Um, Rich. Rich. Okay. Rich does analytics. Yes. Uh, Payments, financial, yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily a new thing he's coming to do. Yes, he's probably he probably wants to use his knowledge, his experience in the banking sector. He wants to put it into what is going on now, digital, fintech, everything, loan, loan, and everything. He wants to put it in there and don't see forget that his brothers um, run Carbon, hmm. the loan oh. app. Wow, yeah, Dozier so brothers, Ngozi Dozier and uh, Chijoki. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So, so maybe it's in the family. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and he also run Cafe New. Oh. Okay, that's not banking anyway. But yeah. Okay. So, but his, his brothers run a digital loan app mm-hmm. called Carbon, formerly mm-hmm. Pilita. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost like he's going to be competing with them. Yes. Mm. <laughs> wow. So why does it? I don't know. It, it I don't can't be point. jobless. <laughs> no, no. I mean, me. it can't be jobless. Yeah. Don't forget, he's an investor too. Yes, yeah, so and he used to do this uh, his, uh, YouTube series, Tech Talks. Yeah, Tech Talks. Tech where he used to interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't know. He, he, he can't. Well, people, not so many people can just relax and say, it's time for me to retire, even though I have fund and I, I have this. If mm-hmm. he's not investing at this, he has a startup is managing. So I think that is one of the things. And if he, was, if he were to look at which field should I go to, which sector, Fintech is the closest hmm. to what he has done. Hmm. So maybe is that not, is that not an easy route? Easy Why don't you do something different? Is he not tired of banking? <laughs> or does he feel like, oh, the future is banking, so let's just close down everything? Because like the impression we are being given is that, okay, maybe that will bank so that the future is digital and let's mm-hmm. just sell off. But mm-hmm. there are allegations about how the, 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 the company was not run properly, mismanaged of, of funds. Mm-hmm. We don't have proof about that. A lot of people are talking about how mis- there was mismanaging your phones. It was run like a family company. Mm. I, I don't know. Like that. So people are wondering: is that what is happening, or is it that he, he just he was a uh, visionary and he just right. said, okay, we need to mm. shut down Diamond Bank and just <laughs> sell it off and move it to digital? Wait, I I don't know if it is in his sole power to just say let's um, sell off or mm. merge. Uh, so I mean. I think it was it took over. So of course, his father was the chairman okay. and founder until 2006, right? His father Pascal Dozier, mm. 
who also open also happens to her was the chairman of MTN Nigeria and mm. had a, a, wow. a, a huge stake in, yeah, in or, a, or a sizable stake in MTN Nigeria. But I think Uzoma, after he took over from his father, I believe I, I may be wrong, mm. but I believe he became the chairman oh. of the bank. Mm. I believe so. Yeah. He oh, became the chairman okay. of the bank. So, so I think he has. Yeah, of course, he will need the support of the board, but I think he, he has a larger scene. leverage mm. in that. I don't, I don't yeah, wish him luck. Mm. Yeah, we'll be observing. <laughs> yes, we will. Now he's competing with his brother. Yeah, yeah, the competition is actually good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're keeping the competition within the family. So okay. whoever is winning, <laughs> you will get it. Like, but that's the family of entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, they're it's like it's five nice. sons. Hmm. Five sons. Five sons. I don't know what. ecosystem. No, I don't know yeah. what the other two are doing, okay. but at least three are in the tech ecosystem. Mm. <laughs> Sounds nice. So I don't know about you. I've not really read much about the other two, so I don't want to say what I'm not sure of. Mm. Mm-hmm. We have five sons. No, well, that's good nice. To, good, luck to to <laughs> good luck to him with Sparkle. Sparkle. Yeah, yeah. Nice Sparkle. sounds like a... Like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah they even like the fashion line. The fashion line. <laughs> like fashion line. Yeah, that's how they're trying to position it. Like, oh, for the lifestyle brand, for mm. the youth, for the Opodi Mobile. Mm. That's nice. Uh, digital platform. They're not calling it digital bank. Mm. That helps mm. them organize their life, their business. Wonderful. Their well, it's attractive. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's they they even have heavyweight backers, Visa, Microsoft, PwC, Nigeria. You kidding me? Yeah, back in the, the yeah, they, the, they are partnering with them. Yeah, I know they also joined the open open banking initiative. Um, interesting. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I, don't, I don't have the detail. Okay, I'm not going to say what I'm not sure, but mm. I think so. Um, a a company that has ties that open banking has ties with also invested in Sparkle. So mm-hmm. I hate. Oh. Um, wow. But I'm not going to mention names because I'm not. It's not confirmed. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, PwC, nice. Visa, Microsoft. Microsoft, of Microsoft yeah. This is a former Diamond Bank. Uh, okay, yeah. well, he has the yeah, chairman and CEO. So of course they want to pay. I don't forget. I mean, this is not Diamond Bank didn't pay for this. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> our first, our first company account was run by Diamond, Diamond Bank, Bank. Wow. Oh. and their app. It's quite the, the Diamond Bank app was very interesting, especially for um, uh, foreign transactions, dollar mm. transactions. It was very seamless mm. in mm. our experience. You know, sending money to the US or abroad, receiving money, it was seamless. So I don't know, maybe it, pro- it probably take. We don't know the details, but yes. I think we're going to talk. We actually watch out. We are actually going to. Okay, this is podcast listeners. Don't tell anybody else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody else. Uh, but we are going to interview him. Okay. So we are going to know whether, whether, for example, he took some of the tech team, tech from, from Diamond, Diamond Bank. Diamond Bank. Hmm. And all of that. So we'll find out all of that. So yes, watch out. Yeah. Watch this space. Don't tell anybody. Just, <laughs> tell them, just tell them, go and listen to the tech point. After the podcast. Podcast, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, but if you are listening for the first time, watching for the first time, yeah, this is our first video. Yeah, wow. Okay. Um, hi. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I, went, I, went, I wanted to say hi, my mic shifted, sorry. <laughs> so, but if you are listening or watching for the first time, you're welcome. Okay. Uh, watching, we're hoping that this is going to be, this is going to be a regular thing. Mm. You can watch us on YouTube, mm. on Facebook, or wherever you're watching this. Maybe mm-hmm. someone sent it to you on WhatsApp. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, if you see, <laughs> my, if you see, some, if you see some my WhatsApp status, please. Yeah, so, <laughs> we keep coming so, back. Welcome. But if you prefer to listen, maybe on your drive to or your commute, not drive your your commute, whether you're in the bus or you're driving to work, away from work, you can listen on different platforms. Where can you listen? Yeah, you can listen on SoundCloud. You can listen. Oh, sorry, 
<laughs> yeah, so you can listen on anywhere you get your podcast, SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcast, you can always catch Tech Point Africa podcast. Yeah, just search for Tech Point Africa podcast. And if you want to say something. Yes. My last words. Oh yeah, as, as your customary <laughs> parting words. Yes, you know. Yeah, hit us, hit us. Okay, yeah. we, we, we us as much as, as much as the federal government has opened up, partially. Federal government of Nigeria. Federal government of Nigeria. Sure, yes, mm. has opened up the economy in a way. Till coronavirus yes, comes up by ten. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> People also have to open up. Like life is getting back to normal. Mm. You you should come to that realization. It might not be easy staying home for a long time and all, but open up. Economy is opened. Be opened. Move ahead. Go ahead with your with your daily work, but protect yourself. So, I wish you well. Protect yourself. Yeah, protect yeah, yeah, yeah. Protect, protect yourself. Like it's easy to forget that. Yeah. That guy is still out there. <laughs> <laughs> that guy yes. is still out there. <laughs> yes, it's easy. Yeah. So stay safe. Protect mm-hmm. yourself. And we hope that you'll be here next week. Yeah. Take care, One guys. Love. <laughs> One love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>